episode of in this one kitchen this is going to be season two yeah because you know i'm not even gonna say took a break uh real life stuff happened you know it was a pandemic um switched a few jobs so now we're back so today is chef days here um new to the podcast is big john hey everybody how y'all doing so we're going to kick this episode off with a discussion about the robot arm also known as flippy who is coming to take everyone's job (laughs) (laughs) mainly 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 like places like you know that flip burgers well they already got them at white castle Right, that's what I'm saying. It mainly a places that flip burgers. Eventually, they're gonna move to McDonald's. True, that's a place that flips. It, it flips. It flips the burger. It flips burgers. I believe it can do like chicken sandwiches. Also, put cheese on stuff and do fries, all at the same. I mean, not the same time, but consistent, consistently. That sounds like McDonald's is gonna go downhill. Right, but when you you think about it, they don't want to pay people more money and have a full staff so it's like okay yeah we'll give you the money you want yeah we'll give you 17 an hour but it's only gonna be two of y'all in a robotic arm right <laughs> so it's gonna be you're gonna pull up to the drive-thru and literally a computer is gonna ask you what you want to eat and then a robot arm is gonna the human being is gonna put it in a little baggie and then you at the door so People, people talking shit, but you'll get that 17 hour you want, but it's only going to be like two or three staff. Yeah, and you're going to be, you're going to have to learn a lot of other shit than, you know, being a... <laughs> <laughs> Is the mic too far? Like you're gonna have to be highly certified for a certain shit if you're going to be... I, see, y- yeah, I feel that What's gonna happen is you're gonna you're gonna have two people that probably just you know they just fresh out or they don't have a lot of experience or need to have a lot of you know know how they just gonna make food they they're gonna prep for Flippy that's essentially what's gonna happen Flippy is gonna be the chef and the two and the whoever works there is gonna prep for Flippy and then you're gonna have to have someone now this is the new industry that's gonna pop up and if you're a chef and you're trying to get out of the culinary industry but still wanna have your foot in the culinary industry and you kinda dorky like me learn how to work on Flippy because they're still gonna need cooks Right, that's gonna happen regardless. But they're also gonna need someone who knows how to repair and program Flippy, who also knows things about the culinary world. Right. Because just have a technician come in and the cook's like, oh, well, Flippy keeps blah 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 blah. It's like, well, I don't understand what you mean. Is is Flippy not calibrated? Is somebody needs to be in there to translate and make that bridge between culinary and technician. Right. And I feel that's going to be the new field that's coming. Culinary technician. <laughs> I mean, it literally is going to be probably titled something like that. Like, your Food tech. Food tech. Like, <laughs> it's it's going to be something because you're going to have to have people that literally can work on it. Not it, Like, it's going to be some people that don't even have... On staff. Like, they have to be there. Yeah, but it's going to be some people that don't, don't even have culinary, you know, experience while also working on Flippy. 
So it's going to be a whole different thing. Yeah, I, it's, it's happening now. I feel it's going to be, you're not even going to notice that your burger was made by a flippy. You're not even going to notice that as the consumer. Because it's going to be the same consistency. Yeah, it's going to be A1, day one, all day. And you think, well, that's kind of what goes on now at fast food restaurants, but it's going to be even more, like, like, not slack at five in the afternoon when it's busy. It's like going to Chick-fil-A and getting getting through fast like normal because they already got all their everything together. So mm-hmm. with that being said, do you think they would have to worry about security? For sure. As, as far parts as? Parts aren't going to be cheap. It's going to be expensive and people are going to want it. And then it's going to be people selling stuff on the black market so smaller businesses can have something similar. Mm, nah, I don't think so. I don't think anyone's going to try to steal a flippy. I because, no, but do, do you know how much a flippy is? For, I don't mean to get sidetracked off your question, but do you know how much that flippy costs to install in your restaurant? How much? It's scary. It costs 30 grand. Right. That's exactly why they're going to protect it. But that's exactly why it's really not a worry because if you own an ind- not an industry, if you own your own business and it's doing well, you could pay thirty thousand one time, not a year, in the next year, in the next year. You pay thirty grand one time and you get consistency in this one area. So if you do like late night whatever at your place and it's just burgers, Flippy can handle that and then your staff can do the banquet over here and you just got one person there with Flippy and Flippy is doing the late night whatever. The 30 grand is going to stop it from being, you know, it's going to be easily accessible. And it, they can fit it to any, like we can have a Flippy on our line. They can fit it to any line you want. So I don't think it will be people stealing Flippies necessarily. I mean, but with you saying that you can make it accessible to any line, that definitely makes it seem like it's something I would want to obtain. Right, but you got to know how to build it to your line like right. it gets that's, installed that's exactly what i'm saying it's going to be some food tech or culinary you, tech you mean leroy is going to be like hey y'all, y'all don't need this extra part right here go ahead take this off your hand leroy gonna be installing right. and, then, and then he's gonna take it and eventually he gonna have enough pieces to make his own flippy and sell it to somebody because he stole pieces see you know what i'm not gonna put that yeah, people are capable of anything. Once right. people understand the basics of a Flippy, I'm pretty sure they'll probably have new generations of Flippy, the old Flippies, the first-gen Flippies. The- Leroy will definitely be installing first-gen Flippies at yeah. your local uh, soul food joint. Totally off-topic. <laughs> like, totally off-topic. The only fucking job I've ever seen where they really stopped people, and it's not really technically a job, where they stopped people from taking their own products was drugs. And when I say drugs, they made whoever, normally women, when they would be like, you know, sifting cocaine or whatever the fuck you do with cocaine or crack or whatever the fuck, they'll be butt-ass naked. What are you talking about? How you go from flippy to butt-ass naked because with cocaine? that's what I'm trying to tell you. In every, in every industry, somebody steals shit. And the only one I've ever seen where they don't really steal shit because you will get killed is in the drug industry. They'll make you sit butt-ass naked while you sifting or separating fucking drugs, and you can't take shit. So now people going to think that you used to be a health inspector at Coke houses. 
<laughs> draws too big, bitch. Thongs. That's all thongs, bitch. Let thongs. me let me just say I've experienced <laughs> I've experienced life through TV and in real life. I've experienced. That's why we hire the women with the little titties. You can't hide nothing under. I'm gonna need you to lift. Right? <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to lift. <laughs> You are <laughs> But yeah, okay. So to get back to the beginning of the question, <laughs> is security an issue when it comes to Flippy? As time goes on, yes. Yes, I believe people will understand how Flippy works, be able to build them, copy them, and Leroy will be installing Flippies in your local soul. <laughs> yes, Big John, coffee. I do believe security will be an issue going down the road. Cocaine. <laughs> 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 It's a children's show. No, it's not. I was not about to say, uh... <laughs> not at all. So not a children's show. Um, so what was the next thing we was getting into outside of Flippy? Um, yes. So apparently it is not just us who who are affected with this. I know other people in the culinary industry are affected are affected by this. And it is the mislabeling of things from your food purveyor. Whether it's U.S. Food, Cisco, Royal, whoever your food purveyor is, you are getting more mistakes now than you used to. Like, you're getting a box of something, and when you open the box, it is not what you ordered, but on the outside of it, it says X, Y, Z. Just like, you know, that picture I showed you on uh, social media the other day where they ordered a bag of blue cheese, but really inside of it, it was feta. It's just like, what the hell is going on? And I believe that go that comes from you have a lot of new people at jobs and there are a lot of mistakes being made because you got the whole you know everybody kind of left the job and went to another job kind of all at once so you got a lot of new people at these jobs who are in high level positions and low level positions and there are a lot of mistakes being made so if you order something and it comes in and it's the wrong thing you're kind of screwed for one because depending on who you are or how big you are they might not come out and get it. They might be like, oh, we'll, we'll get it on your next order. But I, I needed that tonight, right. fam. Right. Like, <laughs> that was for dinner service, fam. Like, and you, you, I, put it to you, I put it to you real. For me, I ordered chips, okay? I ordered Deep River chips. And I'm saying this because I love Deep River chips. But in the same breath, Deep River chips gave me sesame sticks. Instead of deep river chips Twice Twice folks So I ordered these deep river chips One flavor came in The second flavor Was sesame sticks So I figured okay You know It's a mistake Whatever Cool No problem I could use these sesame sticks I figure it out So I put it You know In the back on the shelf The next order comes in I try to order it again Say alright I'll take the sesame sticks I'll eat that one You know whatever So I try to order it again and today you saw I had the Deep River Chips and a box of sesame sticks. So they did it twice. Right. So I call, I call US and I say, um, y'all ordered these chips twice and y'all gave me sesame sticks. She's like, oh, that means it's mislabeled. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, right. I understand that, ma'am. So um, what do I do now? Well, what's the product number? I, I, I don't have the, the product number to give you because I don't have, have a product. product. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to get on the computer, pull it up online, blah, blah, blah. She's like, well, just look up what, what flavor is it. I tell her the flavor. She's like, huh? I don't know what you mean. 
<laughs> Why does she sound so old? Because she was. She was. He's calling this woman decrepit. I didn't say she was decrepit. <laughs> she was an older lady. All right. The way you emphasize, she was. <laughs> so the whole time we going through this, I pull it up, I find a number, and I tell her, and she's like, oh, that's a direct shipment. I'm like, I know that. I know how direct shipments work because I'm sitting in front of two of them. I'm, my question is, what do I do now? Oh, well, that you got to call them and then send it to them. And they give you a credit. She did not care. She uh, didn't give two fucks. You tell them the flavor you want, and they should get back to you. (laughs) All right. uh, Well, you have a nice day, you too. And that was it. It was like I had now. I still don't have a flavor that I need, and now I have to literally ship these things back to wherever the frick frack they came from. Go through correspondence with Deep River, all to get two cases of chips. Now, I understand people say, well, you know, is we got green people at the factory, people make mistakes, things get mislabeled. But on the back end, to rectify the mislabeling, I got to jump through eight hoops and deal with Edna. <laughs> I'm mad her name Edna. It should be real easy to just pull up, file a complaint, say, hey, this is mislabeled, I would like this return, and be able to return it on my next order. Right. But since it was a direct ship from FedEx... I have to go through FedEx to send it right. back. You got to go through hoops to get it back. Now, I know we are not the only kitchen that is dealing with this because a lot of warehouses don't want to keep products because, you know, it costs money to keep shit and then shit don't really sell. So it's like, look, if you want that shit, you got to order it directly from there. We're just going to be the middleman. I know I'm not the only kitchen dealing with that shit. Oh, not at all. Because like, it used to be you get everything from one place, right? <laughs> right. Like uh, before I left my last job, uh, we were having issues with just things coming in because people weren't coming to work or people weren't putting certain things on the order that they were right, supposed to. Right. And we would just be getting like that. Like, we're just like, oh, we were supposed to get this today. Oh, it didn't come on the order. It's just like, well, I don't know what we're going to do tonight. <laughs> like, we don't have this at all. Just like, I said, just don't worry about it. I'll get to it. Just don't worry about it. Just tell them 86. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it happened like only like a handful of times before I left, but it was progressively getting worse. Yeah. It's the whole supply chain, supply chain issues, it's just a supply chain issues and new staff. It's a domino effect. Like it affects us all the way on it because we're at the bottom. We receive it. We're the last person to get it right. outside of the consumer. We're we the last. We're the end stop. So we just gotta eat it at that point. It's like this is this is wrong. You gave me. I have five cases of skim milk. I wanted five cases of vitamin D. You know, regular milk. I got <laughs> I got kids coming in and they want cereal in the morning. Don't no kid want skim milk with this. Who the fuck? I'm about to say, if you remember as a kid and you got that little thing, fucking skim milk. It was like so water angry. milk. It looked so like water angry. milk. Because that's, that's what it, that's essentially what the fuck it is. It's water milk. It's not the fucking And fun I got to eat these five cases to my next order. So I got to run to Restaurant Depot or Sam's Club and try to find little jugs of milk for this uh, cereal thing that I got for school in the morning. Well, is it a storage issue with the... Yeah, I think it was a storage issue. Then on top of that, like a uh, moldy product that we got that one time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yep. uh... I'm calling you out. Boars and cheese. <laughs> calling you out by name on the podcast because you know you wrong. And I love boars and cheese because it's so good and it kind of, you know, cuts a few steps down and fuel my recipes. It does. But. Boars and does cut down a few steps. But like, oh, my God, when I tell you that we got a whole case and every single one of them was molded. Molded. Like, it was just like, come on, man. Like, from the jump. Now, once again, this leads back to new people. Because you can't tell me, from Borzin, the motherfuckers sent out moldy shit. Right? From from 
Point A, I doubt point A sent out moldy Borzin. Somewhere between point A and B, it either sat on a truck, got forgotten outside. Like, how many times have people people did not know that something belonged in the refrigerator and they thought it was a dry storage thing? Plenty of times. Time. Now, just imagine that on a big scale. Oh, that pallet supposed to go in the cooler, boy. Right, right. Oh, shit, oh, shit, let me get it. And then you put it in the cooler, but now it's cheese. It didn't already started to fester. Or, <laughs> or even the last one that I, I think is the most likely one that happened where it's just, it's just been sitting there. Yeah, and it's just sitting just now getting to it. And they, yeah. Because it was moldy, like, inside. Like, you couldn't tell it was a fresh box. You open that cardboard box, and then you took out the little individual boxes, and then you peeled the foil, and then you saw the mold in the inside. So it was like, "Mm." And then if you didn't know what this cheese actually looked like, you would think that this was... You would think yeah, that that's how that's the cheese bad. looked. That's bad. Yeah, if you didn't know, you definitely would have thought that was right. how it was supposed to be. Like it had a like have you ever seen a yellowish blue cheese? That's how it looked. Yeah, like blue cheddar cheese. Right, which the is blue, actually yeah. pretty tasty. Blue, blue cheddar I, cheese. I tried it. I didn't like it. You ain't like it. I, I like blue like cheddar it. cheese. But uh, it might be it might be, like it. it might be good on steak. It might be good on steak. Yeah, on bur- I had it on a burger. That's what I had. I've seen a lot of people do that. Blue, is it blue cheddar or yeah. blue blue cheese and blue cheddar cheese. cheese. Off topic now. Yeah. Super off topic. How we off topic? We still we talking about cheese. Yeah. Oh, but, well, we were talking about, but it was talking about boars and cheese. <laughs> moldy boars and cheese. Yes. I mean, technically, we were still talking about a moldy cheese. So even though I I bad mouth boars and just there, they fix they fixed it. Yeah. Boars and fixed it, but it was still an inconvenience. And I know I'm not I the know. only chef who went through that with uh fucking boars. How much time I've had to cut to replace. All the boards <laughs> because I have to cut so much time. Ooh, ooh, I got something. I got something. So since we have Big John here, and Big John is actually, ladies and gentlemen, a marine biologist who Whee! just happens to be in our field, which you see a lot of. If you've been in the culinary industry for any amount of time, you see people from all walks of life who use our field as a pit stop and don't know what salmon is. <laughs> we're, we're not going to get into that <laughs> what, what we're going to get into Is I would like to know From the perspective of someone Who this is not This, is, this isn't what you Jumped off the porch and decided you wanted To do this is essentially a pit stop for you So how is your experience From a person That was not necessarily trained I'm not, I'm not downing you don't take it that way. I'm asking from the standpoint of someone who is not a culinary person, how is your experience in the kitchen working with culinary people? I mean, for the most part, it's been good, but otherwise... No, your whole experience. Yeah, like overall, like being in through your journey of dabbling in culinary, how has it been? Right. It's been mutual. <laughs> it's been it's been neutral, yeah, good, good and bad. Yes. <laughs> so what? Give, give us a give us a bad one first. of each. Give us a, a bad and a good. Give us okay, a bad, a bad experience is uh, maybe a couple of years ago. It was my first year working in the kitchen. So the chef that was there the first year, she actually made me cook meatballs, but they didn't sell. So she made me rinse them off and put them in the freezer. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Wait, oh, hold on. Uh-huh. Hold on, pause. Pause. We have to take a pause on oh that. Oh, my God. I meant, not saying anything is your story. I meant, like, yo, it's, it's more work than I thought. Like, Lord. I didn't think cooking was that detailed. Oh but homie God. gave us a horror story. <laughs> he went in the backpack and was like, I got one of these. <laughs> so <laughs> you made meatballs. 
and they didn't sell. Okay, nothing against your meatballs. They probably didn't sell. It might have been a slow night, whatever. No, I didn't make them. She made them. Oh, she made them, and they didn't sell. Yeah. Okay, so your chef made meatballs. They didn't sell, and she said rinse them off and put them in the freezer? Yeah, and it was like some... Um Gravy sauce she had on it, so like when was it red or was it brown? It was white. Oh, it's Swedish meatballs. Swedish, yeah. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's Swedish. It's you can't get that flavor off. I mean, but no, nah. I wouldn't have told you to rinse them, bitches. I would have ran a, a a special the next day. Right, like you, if you had gravy on them, like you know, brown gravy. I'm thinking red sauce marinara. I understand. I would have made meatball listen, subs next day. Listen, half if you, off. If you had brown gravy on it and then you put it in, you know, some fucking red sauce, that could work. Yeah, but you Swedish could. meatballs, you don't get that white flavor out. You could, if you did a you brown gravy, you could, I wouldn't rinse them. What I would do is strain them, like strain the grave, brown gravy off, and then try to do a marinara and right. sell it as a sub. To right. kind of hide that, but that will work. You talking about white sauce on? And then she said, "You can't get rid of that." Exactly. Right? It's in. It's in the meat. It's like uh, you. Know, I would have just froze them in. The, I wouldn't have froze them in. The, I don't like freezing white sauce unless it comes frozen. Like, I don't necessarily like freezing cream sauces. Anything that has any kind of milk and you put it with meat, it's gonna gorge that meat and it's gonna taste somewhat like whatever fucking white sauce you put on it. Yeah. It does not go yeah. away. She was a. Uh, that was she not. She's not the very bright. Knee. I'm sorry you had to go through that. <laughs> I, oh, can you imagine? But you, oh, could please proceed. <laughs> so now, she, now give us a good one. Uh, yeah, give, yeah, give on us the a bright good side, one. it's been nights where I had to uh, step up and uh, cook for fifty people what? by myself. Hand clap. Go ahead. That is a pain in the butt cheeks. Fifty solo is a pain in the butt cheeks. Right. It is. Yeah, I got um, I got praise from Josh actually. What? Good job, Josh is the man. We all love Josh. So you did um, you did fifty solo by yourself, and you had a chef that told you to rinse off meatballs. Now I just based off of that, I'm pretty sure were were was it the same chef when you did the fifty and. Was it was it the same chef or was, was this a that, different place? Was it that one chef we always talk about that was there beforehand? It was at the same place. It was at the same okay, place, but, not, but not it that was person. a previous chef before okay. that chef. Okay. okay, so the person who told you to rinse off meatballs was that was that the the worst thing they told you to do? Like you you just did not uh, feel uh, comfortable. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, no, no, no. Better question: Is that the worst thing that's happened? To you in the culinary field Oh yeah that is That is a good question That is a good question Is that the worst thing That has happened Rinsing off meatballs and Yeah freezing. like what's What's your worst experience Where you did it And you was like I'm not eating it I would yeah. never w- eat What's your shit. worst experience Worst experience Is when the same chef We were just talking about <laughs> uh, This was my first time Ever like being on the hotline I've been on the cold side For right. a minute right. So It was my first time Cooking salmon Okay Basically, she made me use a barbecue rub <laughs> and bay leaves. What? Bay leaves? <laughs> Wait a minute. Bay- put it on a sheet bay tree and what? put it in the oven. You, you don't, if, if bay leaves are not in Wait some kind of liquid, it, Wait don't, a it doesn't distribute the flavor. <laughs> Wait. Wait. It's so- Let's picture this, everybody. Let's picture this. Let's picture this real quick. So we got salmon pieces. 
Nothing wrong with that. Okay. Then we got barbecue rub on salmon. Once again, nothing wrong with that. But then we just sprinkle bay leaves on that shit. <laughs> and now we're going to put it in the oven. You know what's going to happen to the bay leaves? They're going to catch fire. And <laughs> here's, here's the last part. You're not supposed to eat bay leaves. Right. You're not supposed to eat bay leaves. Right. I ain't even think about that because I've never, you know, I just know you don't she eat them shit. That shit. Nigga. That's the reason why she's not there anymore. Wait a minute. <laughs> we ain't talking about no dry parsley flakes. We talking about right. bay leaves, folks. We talking about that shit you can't chew through. The shit you put in the soup <laughs> when you first started. It's literally a leaf that you look at and just be like, nah, I ain't eating that shit. The shit you only use when you know that shit about to cook for at least thirty minutes. Right, because you know you're gonna get some at flavor least out of 30 it. Thirty minutes. You gotta leech that bitch, nigga. I've even put a bunch of bay leaves in water and boiled that shit, and then use that when I have like a sauce. So right. If I want to thin out the sauce and then put a little bay leaf flavor in there, I've done that if you're trying to do it real quick. But you don't throw bay leaves over nothing and put them in the oven. Not like trying to roast them. Like, the fuck? Braids, We have a maybe. roasted bay leaf. Braids? Like, you do braids? Okay, throw a bay leaf in there, but no, you're going to roast the bitch? give you a pot. And it made me feel weird because I'm like... Because you know it ain't I'm like, these bay leaves kind of hard. Like, oh, shit. By her being the head, her being the head, I was like, okay. She, it's she, like getting a dried out swish, <laughs> right? And this dry ass swisher. Man, she just, <laughs> she just crumbled all in my fucking hand. <laughs> she want me to roll this swisher, bro. <laughs> we gonna crumble it and use it as filler? <laughs> I'm rolling this shit into the fucking trash can. Fuck out, uh, 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 tired as dumbass oh, shit, baby. So we got barbecue salmon with crumble swisher. <laughs> It Switch came, your crumbles. It, it, came, it came out so crunchy, bro. Like, oh my god! Like, you know how, you know how. Please, if you could please tell me you had long, a sauce. It fell, it fell apart. Yeah, please did, tell did me you had a sauce. Also, kind of hard. Did it have a sauce? That we she did? had made some lemon aioli, so, but it wasn't wait, really. Wait, you put. Wait, hold on. Hold on, pause. You put once again. We are pausing all your stories because they just so messed up. You so put, let's think about this. You put no. I'm saying it. <laughs> you put hot. You put. Okay, let me be clear. You put mayo, which when it gets hot on certain things, is nasty as shit. Unless it's a lote. <laughs> a lote is the only thing it works for. Even toast. Which we made some bomb ass a lote. We did. Get off, get off topic. Sorry. But you put <laughs> aioli on top of hot fish. <laughs> And was just like, yeah, this shit gonna be banging. right with confidence. This shit gonna be banging. You told your staff yes. to do that. Yes, I, I, no, put, put that aioli. Hey, hey, get that aioli out of May last week. Put it on there. Yeah, mm-hmm, that shit gonna be banging. So it wasn't even like it didn't have the consistency of aioli. It was watery. Like I know aioli, it ain't even. <coughs> it ain't even mayo. <laughs> it ain't even mayo no more. It's just fucking liquid. That was pudding. <laughs> she put pudding. No, nah, pudding at least got some kind of consistency to it. No, nah, I know that it's been times where I've told people shit and they look at me like, "You want me to do what?" I know it. I know it's been times I've done that. Because there's a face sitting across from you that's done that. Whatever. But I've never told someone to do something where they felt in their heart that it was wrong. As you was putting that tray in the oven, you felt in your heart, this don't make sense. I was hesitant. Like, I was like, like, I don't feel this is right. As I'm walking to the oven, I'm like, bro, what the What am I doing? I don't feel this is right. What am I doing? Like, I... 
Because I know that them leaves are finna just sit there and just get crunchy, bro. That was disgusting. That's terrible. And then, yo, that I can't even think of how I would make that work. I don't even want to it's make not, that work. You if you gave me lemon aioli and salmon, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a salad. A cold salad. Mm-hmm. Cause that salmon need to be cold. Like I would not give you bar if you gave me barbecue sauce. Like let's say this was a mystery basket, and you gave me lemon aioli and salmon. I'm cool. I would give you a salad, but then you throw that nut twister in there and give me some barbecue <laughs> sauce. <laughs> no, it's bar- wait, wait. <laughs> what am I? What? <laughs> this has to be in the dish. <laughs> what are we making? About to make you a roadhouse shit? salmon salad with barbecue onion rings because I don't know what to do with this <laughs> barbecue sauce. What the fuck so- is that? <laughs> no, what the fuck is that? You want me to Ooh. toss some croutons and barbecue sauce? <laughs> <laughs> this ain't gonna work, fam. And the dish has to be now, hot. Now, now, I quit. Now, I quit now, the competition. Now, now, Justin, now, Justin. What? What's one of your worst experiences? One of my worst Man, I got so many. I don't even remember. Um, right? I got so many too. I would say, man, one that sticks out to me is I was cooking wild boar, right? And I did not know that it's one of those things where... It's going to shrink in size? Right. I didn't know that. I didn't know wild boar kind of... Yeah, it it has a lot of fat, so it reduces. (laughs) And so I had these wild boar ribs and I ain't really have enough. And so Chef was like, uh, what the fuck is this? I was like, it's the wild boar. He's like, you got some more? I'm like, yeah, but they raw. He's like, this shit need to go out now. The worst experience for me was not, it was not understanding the product that I was working with and not giving myself enough time for a mistake because I had to send that shit out. It wasn't, it wasn't bad, but I didn't have enough. But it was the the anxiety of now is this new batch gonna be finished by the time they eat everything from the old batch, right? <laughs> Meanwhile, it's also like um, four entrees on the buffet, so you got the wild boar and three other things. So you really hoping, like fingers crossed, like okay, eat the salmon, eat the salmon, eat the salmon, because I ain't got no boar. If you eat all that boar <laughs> and chef down here just walking around, and I run out, is is it's my ass. So that was. Uh, one terrible experience and I got another one that I don't know if I ever said this one but I scorched chowder one time I scorched like what 10 gallons oh no this was like 50 gallons damn (laughs) I scorched 50 gallons of chowder (laughs) and I had to make some more now this was a lazy n-word moment I'm just gonna be honest so the the fucking um it was a tilt skillet. So it started to like boil and I wasn't around when I came back to it, it was it was a rolling boil and you never roll boil a right. cream a cream soup sauce, anything like that. So when I saw it like bubbling, I was like, oh shit, like doing the Mr. Bean over the tilt skillet and shit. <laughs> and I turned that motherfucker off and I like grab a spoon with a tear in my eye, like, bro. Please. I was about to put this stuff in the pails, cool it, and then get the fuck out of here. If I have to remake this whole 50-gallon batch of chowder, I'ma cry. And I don't think we had any clams either, because that was like the last of it. So, this was what I did. You strained I, that bitch. You, I, took, I was there for this. 
it. I took a. I was there for this. I remember this now. You strained it because that's all we could do. Oh my god, I remember this. You strained it. I And we fixed it. We got. We. I got like while you were straining it, I was cutting onions, celery, and potatoes, and you were straining. I remember this. So I had like I got a four inch like the real deep perforated hotel pan and I just turned the tilt scale all the way down like tilted it up and I was just like putting water like I took the hose and I was just putting water in there and motherfuckers was looking at me like oh you finished the chowder I'm like yeah I'm, I'm cleaning out the tilt scale no I'm not I'm putting water in here right so the stuff the stuff that came up I strained it out I didn't scrape it. So I put water in there to loosen it up, and then I strained everything out and rinsed it under the sink, rinsed all the, the cream and everything off, and I set that to the side. And I got some more veggies to, like, saute and remake a flavorful roux. So after that, I scraped all this burnt stuff out of the till skillet, didn't put that in the pan, because I just got all the stuff that float. Because I'm like, if it floats, it's not stuck to the bottom and scorched. So I took all of that, scraped all that shit out, and then I put cream with the roux that I made with the new vegetables, and then took the clams, I strained it out, dumped them in that bitch. <laughs> Niggas was like, oh, this is good. Are you serious? Yes, yes. <laughs> Are you uh, It normally takes us, like, from start to finish, at least, like, an hour and a half to two hours to make clam chowder. We made this clam chowder in 45 minutes. <laughs> we made this clam chowder in 45 crazy. minutes and it was still good you want to know why it was part mainly good because i put extra worcestershire and extra fucking time you ain't about to taste shit that ain't supposed to be good it was good like it, you would not have known that that cream was scorched and i think the only thing the only reason why that worked out is because i caught it right when it boiled and it didn't have that super burnt because sometimes you can't say it, it just be so bad it just tastes like smoke yeah, you like if you it. scorch a cream soup, it just tastes like smoke or burnt popcorn. Side note: When grits are burnt, they smell like popcorn. It really does. <laughs> yeah. It really does. You never lie. He's like, well, who making popcorn? All oh, the fucking grits. <laughs> so my my worst experience was. You know, after, you know, you go through culinary school, you do all these things. They're just like, yeah, these are, you know, fancy and shit. And then you get out of school and you realize, oh, this is one of the fancier ones because I wouldn't eat this shit because I don't like this shit. But it is kind of fancy. True. So I remember working at this place, and you know this place, and we had this Niswa salad. <laughs> and Niswa salad, you don't put cheap shit on top of a Niswa salad. So we had this one, Chef. No, do. not really. You don't. You it's do not like. It's a bougie salad. Yeah, it's a bougie salad. You don't put cheap it's shit simple, on top of It's simple, but it's a bougie salad. Yeah. So this nigga was just like, yeah, I'm going to make a tuna salad, and we're going to put that on top of the Niswa salad, and it's going to be a tuna Niswa salad. Redneck Niswa. Let me be clear. It was the, like, we had so many complaints. <laughs> this we is not what I thought so it was. so many complaints. Can I get a piece of fish for this? Right, can I, can I, can I just get some salmon? Because I would rather get yeah, some salmon. Yeah, people kept adding, doing an ad salmon to it, or sub, sub salmon. Right. So was that it was that bad, and like... I actually went to talk to the chef about it. It was just like, hey, chef, I think a lot of people are not liking this because they don't expect a tuna salad on it. He was just like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're going to get through it. It's fine. So I was like, mm. Check your ego, chef. Okay, so this is what I started doing, which was wrong of me. Let me be clear. This was very wrong of me, but I ain't like homeboy, and homeboy ain't like me, and we knew this. Um, so every time a server came back saying, you know, they have an issue with that, I'd be like, okay, well, go talk to chef because I ain't got nothing to do with that shit. <laughs> Get the fuck out it's your head. idea You stick to that motherfucker. I ain't got shit to do with that So that's actually She's not technically wrong though It's your not. idea Right you... Like I can't do nothing about yeah, it Like you're telling me it. That they don't like it What can I do 
I can only give you another salad. So do you want another salad? No? Okay, well, well you go tell Chef. They don't like it. I ain't got <laughs> Chef, to no do one likes that. a niche on salad. And truth be told, I feel that's why I got fired. <laughs> what the fuck? She said that's why I got fired. No, seriously, because like you already know the reason why I got fired. Like I got mm. fired from that job because he told like he told our chef that I was being aggressive to my coworkers. Even though at that point in time, me and all my coworkers were cool. We had an understanding at this point. So if you ever heard me being loud, just like you know I'm loud in the kitchen, I'm normally just plain. So he got me fired after saying I was being aggressive to my coworkers. And none of my coworkers even said I was being aggressive. When they found out I got fired, they were actually mad because it's just like, what'd she do? She didn't even do anything wrong. Like, and they already know that if I did something wrong, I did something wrong, I got that. But I didn't even do anything wrong and I got fired. <laughs> so that's why I feel that that's why I got fired because it's just like, I ain't, take that shit to him. I ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> Like, I ain't got shit to do with this. People hate your salad. Right. <laughs> fucked up, bro. <laughs> Don't nobody like your salad? Don't nobody like your salad? I, I literally can't do nothing about that. That's like, that's that was my worst experience. I got fired for nothing because man got mad because nobody liked this salad. <laughs> wow. That's fucked up, bro. I need niggas to do better. People need to check their ego, though. I mean, you're not going to satisfy everybody with everything that you make. Sometimes right. people are like, yo, bro, I'm not feeling that. And you just got to be like, okay, I'm going to try something All right, different. let me try something different. Right. Uh, how about this? Or how about this? You have to adapt. Like, you can't just be upset because don't nobody like your recipe or, you know, that was my grandma's chicken and dumplings. Well, your grandma couldn't cook, nigga. <laughs> like, you can't be upset. You just got to kind of take it, deal with it. Move on to the next thing. I actually got another experience with Homeboy that, I, that just it just made me think about this. Because Homeboy was really that, I'm a great chef. I can do this and I can do that. You know what? Let me be clear. He was a, like, he could cook. He could cook. He could really cook. He was pretty good at it. But he did a lot of things that just didn't make shit for a line. Like, you know, working on a line, you kind of need certain things to just be done. They need to be fast. You don't need to, you know, be working on them for four hours. Like, one assignment for four hours. Because then... It needs to be efficient. Yeah, he was making these scalloped potatoes one time. It took him literally four hours to do a half a pan. Not even a deep half pan. Just one half pan <laughs> of scallop. Because that's how, like, he was trying to be so intricate about it. They Like, it came out beautiful. Let me be clear. the potato, All the potatoes, all the layers that he did, all the onions and shit, they were crispy. Or, you know, on the inside, it was nice and gooey and, you know, all that great shit. But it was one pan. And you selling this as a special tonight, and you're only gonna get maybe six orders out this bitch. Yeah, and it took you four hours for these six orders. And it's crazy because I experienced cooking that shit. Right. Like hours, take, bro. It and it took four hours. it took this uh, nigga four fucking hours. And you want me to respect you as a chef? No, you don't make <laughs> you don't make good decisions. You don't make good decisions. You don't make good decisions in life. It's hard to respect you. Right. Long being in the kitchen but everybody makes bad decisions this is what you do after them motherfuckers I mean once you told me like I know this has nothing to do with the culinary world let me she be clear. always talk about me getting off subject you see what happened hey, see, hey. see 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 we on the same page hey I don't give a fuck yeah, that's I'm why we need here. a camera in so people can see the look we just gave each other like yeah, I, I, I fear you bro I don't give a fuck <laughs> 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 I don't give a fuck <laughs> side note about the same nigga I'm talking about <sighs> reason why I knew he was fucking stupid is because he had fucking four kids, was married, but still out here hitting on other females. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Sometimes it's how it is in them streets. Yeah, yeah, but nigga, you done had four kids with her. Figure it the fuck out. Nope, nope. I ain't got time to figure it out. And it's not like, like he used to talk about her at work. It was just like, sound like she's a good woman and you just a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dirt bag. Like she's at home taking oh. care of your kids right now. She be all right. Right now. She be all right. While you hitting on the server in here. About to get on these hoes, man. The servers who still don't even want you. About to get on all the hoes. You see them hoes? And I'm not even talking about the one we were. That's what I was just for the say. <laughs> I'm not even talking about that one. But that's common, though. People, you, you just see that across the board, though. People be, you know, their priorities be in different places. I know. That shit is just funny, though. It's just, it's a way of life. Anybody else got any bad experiences? No, I, I have a fuck ton of them, but a lot of them were, like, my fault. Because I like to tell people, I fuck up all the time. I just fix it faster. Well, I mean, my flaw is uh, I don't stop talking, and I kind of get into a lot of arguments. See? You need to fix that shit. Yeah, I know, and that's where most of my bad experience are is when I get into bad arguments with people because they're stupid. It's just uh, it's just life, though. You grow up, you live, you learn. Everybody is at different points. Some motherfuckers just explode at the drop of a dime. Some motherfuckers that build up, and when they get there, you need to call the police. I'm going to give... I'm going to give... <laughs> everybody different. <laughs> I'm going to give a bad experience from Justin... He was real quiet till he started, you know, murdering people, you know? I'm going to give a bad experience. First off, what you're not going to do from is Justin's put my crime. business out here. Hey, this happened at work, and we've actually talked about this. Nope. So nope. we all actually already know this story. Nope. So it was one day we were working, and this guy who See, we, this is when you mute people's mic. And this guy who was at work. If I knew what button that was. <laughs> <laughs> this guy at work, uh, he is not the brightest one at the job, but he was very determined to work. He called Justin over because the broiler wasn't um, on. The pilot for the broiler wasn't on. But what Justin didn't know is he didn't turn off the broiler, so the gas is still flowing out. Ooh. So Justin went over and turned, like you know, got some fire, you know, on a piece of paper, and went to the pilot. But before he got to the pilot, it was just a sound of woof, and his eyebrows, not eyebrows, eyelashes were singed. <laughs> <laughs> they were sins. Put my business and, out there about my eyelashes being sins. And Justin's like, let me be clear. Justin, he moved. He put his hands on top of the countertop and was just like, <laughs> "Don't you ever, <laughs> don't you ever." That's all my life, fam. Call me over here to turn this on <laughs> and leave the gas running and don't tell me. That's all my life, fam. So <laughs> like, like, like Justin, Justin almost blew a gasket that day. And truth be told, this is not the worst, the, the, the you know, most I've seen him, because I've seen this nigga almost fight at the job. But I almost lost my eyes, bro. Like <laughs> when I took the when I took the paper, because, you know, it's a low broiler. So you got to do this. Right. To like, look, you, you got to bend down a little bit so you right. make sure you get to that pilot before right. all the gas come out. So that's what I was doing. I was bending down, literally face right next to the handle trying to get. And as soon as I brought the flame over and went to light it, whoosh. Nigga, you can't run from flame. <laughs> you can't. I tried. You know, you know how you see the movies and it's like the camera be 
right there and the flame be going past the camera like the camera is going through the flame or the explosion uh-huh. that's how it felt but in real fucking life like <laughs> this shit dried my eyes out for five seconds man <laughs> I'm like bro you ain't tell me you turned the gas on already so the whole time for me going from point A to point B this motherfucker just jet engine all gas, really? And then you want me to light that? Mu- I was so mad I had to go smoke a cigarette. I was yeah. like, bro. Lost <laughs> you know, Justin, Justin came to me and was my like, nose, bro. Justin came, like he came and was just like, give me a fucking cigarette. <laughs> give me a fucking cigarette. Just like, the, yeah, okay, here, here. Yeah, I'm surprised you weren't traumatized Yo, by the fire. The intense. He was, bro. He's I've never you about felt his tra- traumatic experience so fast, like that. And then I had a. I had a fryer blow up on me. Was I there for that? Nah, I had a fryer uh, blowout because same fucking thing. No pilot, but you know, it's kind of like when you turn the fryer on, it sounds like a jet. That's because of all the pressure that's coming out. So you just imagine if it's no flame, that is a lot of gas. Coming out, yeah. In 10 seconds, that's a lot of gas that has no flame to control it. So I went to light that bit. It was loud, like it knocked me back. It knocked me back into the line because I went to go light it. Ne- it felt like a nigga pushed me. I was mad. I was mad and traumatized at the same time. And it wasn't nobody to fight, nigga. I'm just sitting there on the floor, just angry. It's nobody to fight. My coworker, like, you okay? My like, fuck no. I want to fight air right now. I feel like I just got pumped. Like. Full on big brother came by and just kicked you off your feet in the squat. Like, that's what it felt like. Just poof. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to go through that, bro. Well, you know, we, we all go through traumatizing stuff in the kitchen. It's part of the job. Yeah, it really is, though. And it's not fun. It's, it's all right. It's all right. But, um, we're going to go ahead and end this episode right here. It's a nice way to kick, kick off my new season. Big John will be here on a regular basis. He's pretty cool, people. Uh, he's a marine biologist that also cooks. Yeah, that also cooks, yeah. and he's like eight feet tall. Right, this man is huge. He, <laughs> he is our kitchen's John Henry. Right, he, he lurch. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it was nice talking to everybody, hanging with y'all, and um, have a good night, good day, and whatever you're doing right now, just enjoy the cook. Bye. Peace. See you. Thank you.